Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your co-host, Ricky, and with me, as always, is Bill. Hey. And James. Hello. We are a couple of disabled guys passionate about gaming and accessibility. Together, we make real life problems. Welcome back, guys. How are we doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing great. good. Yeah. That's always good. I, for, however, feeling a little under the weather, but we will persevere on and make this a fantastic show. So, our topic today is mouse-only gaming. So, who wants to start us off with mouse-only gaming? Well, yeah, I'll go. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't everyone fight all at once, you know? Oh, yeah, no, it's just I hear the dead air starting and I, and I start to get the panic yeah. feeling in my gut. Yeah, so um, yeah, so we sort of, this topic came up, I think it's just basically from like sort of discussions between ourselves of like, you know, what games we're all playing. And it's one of the things that we sort of noticed that like, like Ricky, you're obviously sort of yourself, um, you're like a mouse only gamer for the moment until you've got something a bit more sophisticated to, to get you into other stuff. So we're right. thinking like, apart from StarCraft 2, which you've been, you were playing through recently, like what other games are there? What other games are there out there for people who, like yourself, are, you know, playing games with the mouse only? Mm-hmm. And are there any good ones there? What's the what's the limitations? What sort of genres work? So I've been doing a little bit of digging through my own library, trying to think about what my favourite mouse only games are. And I suppose the like the, the earliest mouse only game that I can think of, and this is one that I deeply loved from when I was a wee kid. Um, have you guys ever heard of a game called Lemmings? The name right. sounds familiar, but I'm, I can't picture anything in my head right now. Never played it. Oh man. <laughs> green uh haired creatures oh yeah yeah i mean maybe it's just wear blue uh shirts or whatever yeah yeah so maybe this is just the the proud scott in me but um <laughs> lemmings was uh it was a, a wildly popular game from i think it was the, the early 90s but mm-hmm. it was made just up the road from from me in dundee i should say it's not at all nearly up the road it's like two hours drive or something but it it's was, close enough. It's a very, it's a, an early game by the studio who eventually went on to become Rockstar North and make Grand Theft Auto. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's the reason why it's it's fairly well known over here, and I'm, the reason why I'm sort of fairly surprised that the neither of you um, are more familiar with it, or as familiar with it as I am, is because it basically was ported to all of like the eight bit and sixteen bit systems back in the day. Um, but I suppose like since then I think that the IP was bought by Sony so it's only really had a re-release on the PSP although there's like Windows versions floating around if you if you really wanted to try it and obviously there's like emulation and things but yeah it's a, a crack and puzzle game where you know uh, you'll have you'll see the map and from the side and a, a hatch will open somewhere in the level and uh unstoppable torrent of lemmings will just start pouring out of it and you have the job of giving your little lemmings uh um like sort of jobs to do which they'll do until they can do do it no longer and that could be something like say like dig straight down and it'll just the lemming will dig right down until he hits something he can't dig through 
until he changes job or until he goes right out the bottom of the level. Huh. I'm like looking at the pictures of it now and yeah, it still doesn't recall. Yeah. But uh the animation looks like an old game for Sega called Bubba and Sticks. I don't know if any of you guys ever played that game. The no. name's familiar, no. but I've not uh there's not one I've played. Uh that's what the that's what the art style kind of looks like for this Lemmings game. Just from it reminds me of Bubba and Sticks. So that's that's all I have to add to that. But continue. Yeah, so it's like your aim is to get the lemmings safely from point A to point B. You know, get them into the exit and try not to lose as you know too many of them um, before they reach there because they will just keep walking whether there's like a hazard or a cliff or a large body of water or whatever, and they'll they'll die normally in a, a fairly comical fashion. And if you find yourself, one of the things that's notable for is if you find yourself stuck on the level, there is a nuke button. And if you give that a little double click, a little five second timer will appear above the head of each lemming. And it'll slowly tick down. Five, four, three, two, one. Until eventually mm-hmm. they explode, scattering <laughs> pixels all over the screen, blowing up parts now, of the geometry, and obviously failing the level. But yeah, then you just retry. It's brilliant. <laughs> So it's just kind of a kamikaze type deal. So if you like, you you give up, you get to just at least watch a beautiful murderous explosion, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a real, it's a thing of true beauty. It's amazing. It's a game over here that's yeah. is popular enough over here. It's well known enough, and the, the people of Dundee are proud enough of it that if you travel to Dundee and frequent at least like one of their large parks, I'm sure. I'm not sure the name of the park, that they have little lemming statues littering around the place. And if you're sort of going for a wander around there, you might just bump into one. Hmm. That's interesting. It's a, it's a game I have to like watch some gameplay of because it sounds kind of hilarious. Yeah. It also g- gives me some kind of vibes of like, uh, I don't even know if this would be considered a mouse-only game because it still required keyboard input, but not entirely. But um, Worms Armageddon. Mm, yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's kind of in that same sort of that same sort of sense of humor, you know. It's it's just little tiny creatures and lots of just destruction. <laughs> Death and destruction. I like it. I like it. But um, right. would you consider Worms Armageddon a mouse only game? Like, I don't know if you guys played it at all. No, I wouldn't. No, it's, I think it requires, as I remember, it requires a, a fair bit of keyboard input to sort of move around and jump and things right. like that. Sort of aim your weapons. Like, let's kind of like get out of the definition of like a mouse only game because like I consider StarCraft and like Diablo the two games like I've been playing as mouse only games because if you really wanted to, you could play those without the keyboard. I mean, it'd be like a hassle and stuff. You, you can still click all your menu options, all your potions, all everything with just a mouse, but the keyboard helps. Mm. But, but, um, it's been so long since I played Worms Armageddon, I can't even remember if you can use the mouse only without any keyboard in, input and just make it a little more harder on yourself. Yeah, I think possibly if you had some sort of virtual keyboard on screen, then you could, you know, like hold down the mouse button on the left arrow to move left or, you know, to move right and things. And then like things like jumping in worms, your car- the wee worms would jump a fixed distance forward all the time unless you double tap the jump button, I think. 
That's right. Spacebar was jump. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You. So you, you, That's right. You, you have to have keyboard for Worms Armageddon. So. so you could do that if you had maybe like some sort of virtual keyboard that you could click the mouse, the click the keyboard buttons. But mm-hmm. you would need yeah, but... something like that. <laughs> but natively, but it's not a mouse only game. No. No. Yeah. You click in the keyboard buttons though. I can't imagine that that would, in in a lot of cases, certain games that wouldn't work. But I mean, I guess if you. Depending on how you set it up, if you set it up to where it would work for a pattern you're trying to do, or like if you've got a rhythm to it somehow, it'd be a challenge. That's for sure. Mm. I think this uh, what we were sort of aiming for with this was more like mouse only, like native mouse only games, rather than sort of games that you could play with a lot of like additional bits and pieces. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Bill? Do you have any mouse-only games that you are fond of as as a youngin or as of now? I I'm trying. To, I was trying to think of this one because I could picture it. I'm just trying to think. Mouse only, because I know it was a shooter. I'm trying to think of. Um, Well, while you think, I I have uh, some mouse only games that I remember, um, that I remember playing as a young kid that are probably playing games that I should have been playing was uh, back in the days of like Newgrounds and StickDeath.com, like in the early '90s, where they had just like a shit ton of free games that when you were trying to kill time, um, like Frank's Adventure or oh, there was another one with a kid with like red hair. That there were just like mouse only games, and um, especially on stick death, you could just kind of click and shoot a bunch of stick stick figures off of buildings and stuff. And I remember losing a lot of my time not doing homework as a kid to those games, and especially Frank's Adventure, because those Frank's Adventure was like almost along the lines of like pornographic at a point where you're like, ooh, this will interest me as a budding teenager. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I had a discussion with my partner about a similar, not a mouse-only game, but just like being a teenager, being like sort of 14, and finding the game Duke Nukem 3D just completely like, couldn't... Is that mouse-only? It is not, no, not by any means. Well, I suppose, I mean, if you mapped the, like, move forward to the, the right mouse yeah. button and shoot to the left, you could probably play it with a mouse-only, but no, it's definitely not. But it had that sort of, like, it was, a you know, a little bit crude... With a little bit of like really crap pixelated nudity in it, and a little bit. Of Which swearing. game was that? Uh, Duke Nukem 3D. It was. Uh, oh yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's like you know, like Duke Nukem yeah. going up to the strippers and saying "Shake 'em, baby," and all this, and like being 14 year old, this seemed like the most grown up nonsense ever. I was like really into it, and now as an adult, mm-hmm. I think like, oh god. Cringy. <laughs> I actually met the voice of Duke Nukem, and he signed a copy of uh, Bulletstorm. Oh wow, that's awesome! Oh, that's really Where'd cool. Where did you meet? Where did you meet John him at? Saint John, actually, at a local um, what was it a local comic book shop, like in Woodbridge? Hmm. Uh, uh, Woodbridge is a uh, you know, I'm in the Virginia area, the DMV. So, if you know that area. But uh, you know, some of the viewers might, some might not, because it's not really, it's not really like this uh, well-known place. But uh, <laughs> oh, Woodbridge is huge. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not small by any means, but you know, yeah, it is. There's, I there's probably a Woodbridge in multiple states. I would imagine it's kind of like Springfield. I would imagine there's mm-hmm. probably, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I met him there, and he was pretty cool. Like uh, to hear him do the voice because before that he was a radio guy, and they just asked him if he would read some lines and he did and then it just sort of went on from there <laughs> that's awesome no that's pretty cool that's pretty cool because like that that was a really sadly maybe a formative game for me in the the in my mid-teens <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i would say well, yeah. 3d was the big one for me no i um i feel you on that i mean we had to we had to do what we had to do back then because you know internet wasn't so readily available with all that stuff. So you know, um, but yeah, I remember clearly. New Frank's adventure on Newgrounds was like, yes, cool. I get to find all these things and talk to eight pixel girls and stuff. <laughs> and that was like my mouse only game. And I think they made it like that on purpose. And maybe this might get a little too much, but you know, if you're only if it's a mouse only game that has some pornographic tendencies to it, you have a you have your other hand free. And I think they did that on purpose. Oh right. Okay. Well, if we're going down that route, then um, <laughs> let me talk about some uh, point and click adventures that I've played over the years. Now, those. Oh wait! Why did that prompt prompt? Oh, you, I'll, I'll explain you. I'll get there, right? But, um, <laughs> so, like, pe- most people know what point-and-click adventures are, but, I mean, it's generally, like, it's well, it's a story-based, like, narrative games. You move a character through a world or whatever, you pick up objects and you solve puzzles with the objects and things like that. So, like, a lot of people will maybe be familiar, familiar with games like the, the Secret of Monkey Island or... I'm trying to think of other ones because I don't know. It's not a genre that I play a lot of, but I really like the Monkey Island games. But again, like as a teenager, there was the the Leisure Suit Larry series. I think in America you'd call it the Leis- oh, yeah. Leisure Suit Larry series. Um, yes, and never got a chance to play it, but I always I was always like, I want to play that. Yeah, well, I was I was fortunate enough, if that's the right word, to be given uh, Leisure Suit Larry six. <laughs> for the PC, which was the first one I think they did with voice acting. And it was all like, you know, super VGA graphics and the whole, like, all the PC stuff you would expect from a mid-90s point-and-click adventure. And Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of, it was, yeah, just lots of pictures of pretty women and Larry trying to seduce them and kind of getting nowhere, being utterly hopeless. It's very sort of like carry-on film, very sort of like, you know, I suppose the the closest equivalent now would have been like maybe the, the American Pie films, but they're a bit more sort of like teen <laughs> focused, whereas this, you're like a middle-aged guy trying to hit on all these women who are like way out of his league. Yeah, that's definitely one of those like mouse in one hand, other hand free type games, I suppose. <laughs> Yep, I I wonder how well that that game would do in today's uh, culture. Uh, I mean, they have tried to make Larry games since then, but they've always kind of like fallen a bit flat. You know, it's, it's I wouldn't necessarily say it's a shame, because I mean, 
I don't know if necessarily it's a it's a massive loss to games that we don't have any more <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry games. But you know, at the time, I thought it was a bit of fun. I'm scared to go back to it in case it's like highly problematic or whatever. It probably is. Cring- <laughs> Cringe-inducing as well too. Oh yeah, yeah. I know it's 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 definitely aimed at the teen boy demographic. That one. Mm-hmm. These are some. <laughs> I was not expecting the our mouse only show to go this way, but you know, it's informative nonetheless. Hmm. Well, more people need to know about games that you can masturbate to. <laughs> <laughs> there's and there's the title of the episode: games you can masturbate to. Mm, clickbait. <laughs> Uh, oh wait, that's a pun. That, that's a pun too. Oh, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's literally. Um, right. Okay. Sen- sensible. Wow, we degraded the the podcast enough from. Mm-hmm. From one episode. So, Bill, did you find did you find the name of your your clickbait game? I mean, not clickbait. Um, Clicking I think game. It was like, I remember the um, playing those. Like, um, wasn't that, wasn't Flappy Bird like that? Wasn't there a version of that where it was on the computer where it was a click only, where you would like dodge? I know there was games that were like that where you would like basically you would have obstacles, you'd have to keep clicking it, and you'd have to keep it like centered. You'd have to keep whatever you were moving. If it was like a plane, or if it was like a whatever it was a bicycle or something you'd have to keep clicking to keep it centered so you didn't hit into basically if you hit if you clicked it more you would you didn't want to you didn't want to fall and die but you wanted to make sure that you didn't go up too high by clicking too much and you had to like kind of balance the thing Uh, um yeah yeah i think i know the sort of game you're talking about yeah Um. then there was another one that was like i remember I think you had to go on like a. You were trying to fall in a certain way, or something, or you were trying to get him to go like a certain distance. And then there was a sniper one. There was a sniper one where I think it was like, I think it was sniper assassin or something or something like that that I used to play in school where it was just like stick figures and you would like, you know, you'd have like a scope and then you would just like zoom in and then click, you know with the mouse to snipe the person out. <laughs> yeah. Wasted a lot of time in school and, and at home doing that. Yeah, I think the click-only gamings really did come in handy when you're kind of just uh, bullshitting around in the computer lab back in the days. I don't yeah, even know if they that... still have computer labs in school now. Yeah, because I remember another thing was is that you know, like it became in high school where it was like, we'd always have to find out a new proxy website to go to to be able to actually get out to the websites they didn't want us to go to. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd go to the proxy, type in what you wanted to go to, and then you could like you know log in on Facebook or whatever it was. Facebook wasn't as... Eh, it did get... Pre- eh, I think it did get pretty big in high school. I mean, by the time I was in senior year, I mean, it was pretty much everybody was using it all the time mm-hmm so well i have an, yeah. another mouse only game that i was uh 
very fond of growing up was uh, SimCity 2000. Ooh. Ooh. Which, if I recall correctly, you needed minimal keyboard input for that. It was all just placing buildings, clicking on the menus and stuff that you really... I think like the only thing you could use the compete keyboard for like moving the camera left up right, you know, panning left and right, but you could also do that with the mouse and stuff. But yeah, I think you could do everything, every action that you could do on the keyboard was also available on the mouse. Like you could actually click on the individual things you wanted to make as opposed to pressing one, two, three, four, you know, whatever. Because you know, mm-hmm. you have the blocks at the bottom of like what different function or whatever. I'm trying to build. Right. So I'm pretty sure that you could use the mouse completely. Um, now, a modern game that you could say is Diablo 3 could be could be mapped to completely be mouse only. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely can. That's what, that's what I was saying earlier about playing StarCraft and Diablo is like, you yeah. can get, you can play those mouse only and the, the menu options on screen give you that option give you that where you don't have to really go out of your way to like make it more mouse only but it just it'd be more challenging of a game if like you're clicking on a boss and then you got to go click on your potion and then click back and stuff so it's it's possible it's definitely a mouse only game it just adds a little bit more of a right uh yeah that's something i think would need a wee bit of testing thinking about diablo 3 it'd be tricky you know, I don't know if all the abilities would lend themselves to mouse, but there's probably a lot of builds that you could make that would be doable like that, for sure. Yeah, I had a monk that I made, like my, I kind of uh, made him where I could use just the mouse as much as possible and have to, you know, only use the keyboard for um, uh, potions. Hmm. So, and I, I would, uh, I would do, um, you know, on Diablo 3, you have, like, your hotkeys, like, for uh, spells, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Um, I would have those as, like, auras and stuff or, like, things that would, you know, make my heal or boost my party and stuff so I wouldn't have to constantly button mash those. I would just push it once, go into battle, and then, like, you know, those abilities would uh, kind of just affect my my stats as opposed to enemies, you know? Yeah, sort of like um, puts me in mind of how I would play a game called Heroes of the Storm, which it's made by Blizzard as well. It's kind of like, have you ever heard of uh, League of Legends or Dota 2? Mm, yes. It's one of those. It was Blizzard's attempt to make one. And it's it's all right. I mean, I like it a lot, actually, because it's it's I... very easy to get into. It's quite a simplistic type, uh, one of those types of games. Is it easier? Is it easier MOBA than um than um what is it um Mall or uh, League of Legends? Yeah, I think so. I think so. It cuts out a lot of the stuff. Like you don't need to. There's no shop in it like there is in things like Dota Two, um, and a lot of the the elements like having to get. I think that and yeah, I've not played Dota Two or League of Legends, so a lot of what I know about those games is from how I'm told that Heroes of the Storm differs uh, to those ones. So apparently, in those other games, you need to get killing blows to sort of boost up your level, and like because you level up your character as you're playing a a match against the other team, 
but in Heroes of the Storm, everybody levels up together in in a team. So it doesn't really matter who's yeah. getting the killing blows. So it's it's a bit less stressful on you individually, as long as you sort of concentrate on more on being an effective teammate. You can get away with not like getting all the killing blows that you would have needed in the other games and things like that. Yeah. But um, the reason why I brought it up is because there's certain characters, and there's one that I was thinking of specifically. It's like she's a little panda girl that heals people, but. I have a lot of trouble with tracking my mouse cursor and then if I see it actually clicking on uh, opponents and things like that just because I find it hard to see where my mouse is um, and with this character a lot of her abilities most of them in fact um, all but one will just you know they'll target they'll sort of smart target the nearest enemy or the nearest ally depending on what they do um, so you don't really need to aim which is great because I can just look, sort of control where my character is with some basic, like, you know, whacking the mouse cursor to the left and the right and the top and the bottom of the screen to move about and, you know, just hitting the keyboard buttons as I need them to, like, throw out the potions and throw attacks without actually having to aim pretty much anything. It's pretty handy. But it's all about, like, a lot of these games are just finding characters that fit your playstyle or um, are easy to play given what limitations you might have on what you can do with. Interesting. I have you said that was... <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, I, I zoned out for just a split second. That was, you said that was Heroes of the Storm, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I was just sort of rambling about Heroes of the Storm because it's it's a game that I really enjoyed, um, and it's sort of talking about sort of building, sort of creating builds for characters that sort of fit your your play style and sort of fall within any limitations you might have on what you can, what buttons you might be able to press or whatever. That sort of put me in mind of, you know, a couple of the characters in those games. Right. We've mentioned clickers, like, sort of, like, in terms of, like, Flash games and things, but has anybody here played anything like um, time clickers or universal paper clips? Uh, do, do explain, because oh. that... Right, well... It's been a while since I've played Time Clickers, so I'll I'll use Universal Paper Clips as the as as, a, as an example because I've played that fairly recently, um, much to the dismay of my partner. <laughs> it's a game where you are you play as an AI and you have to make paper clips, and you do that by clicking the Make a Paper Clip button, and you click it and you make one paper clip. And then you click, <laughs> click, 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 paper clip, paper clip, paper clip, more, 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 until eventually you make enough paper clips that you're trusted with um, sort of paper clip making machines and wire cut, automatic wire cutters. And eventually you're, you're just, you're click, click, all you do is click, click buttons on your sort of web-based UI and gradually you develop trust with the population that you're an AI that can be trusted to make and sell paper clips until eventually everything in the universe is paper clips. Um, what? Yeah, it's a free game. Uh, if you just Google Universal Paper Clips, it looks like uh, it's just it'll look like a plain black and white HTML HTML page from like a, a incomplete early, late nineties website, but it's absolutely cracking <laughs> it's really really addictive and 
eventually if you play it for a little bit it's it's so easy to just lose so many hours to it. I have a real problem with these types of clicking games. That sounds like a like a chasing the dragon kind of uh, game. Mm. Uh, if you remember like the South Park episode where he's taking a break from Guitar Hero, so he starts playing Heroin Hero, where all he does <laughs> is just chase chase the dragon, keep injecting his arms, like, yeah, hey, you'll never catch me. Just keeps chasing the dragon. And that oh, sounds yeah, very yeah. reminiscent of that. I have to I have to check that out. The thing about Universal Paperclips is that it does actually it does have an ending to it. It has two endings, I think. Well, no, it has one ending, and then it has an option to restart the game before you get to the the, the normal ending. Um, but it's it's good. But also, I think Time Clickers. Time Clickers is probably the one that I found the most uh, dangerous to my productivity because, man, I lost a weekend to that game, and all you do is click boxes. And that's it. And eventually you that's get it. yeah. Eventually you get power ups that will automatically click the boxes for you and things and stuff like that. You know, and you, you, but you're just clicking boxes, and then eventually you'll fight a boss made up of boxes, and you might not be able to beat it. And you you ah, uh, it's 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 a, a real thing. But I have to I have to not download it because if I do, then my weekend will just disappear, and I'll be back to work, and I'll have done nothing, nothing. I got. I got to tell you, I looked up the Universal Paper Clips, not the the time clicker one you're talking about. Mm. This looks like the most. It looks like an Excel spreadsheet that you're that you're playing there. Yeah, it's glorious. <laughs> it's that's like the perfect like mind. I think that's kind of a. Uh, encompasses a majority of like mouse only games. Is you know, mindless. My, maybe mindless isn't the right term, but I'll use it for lack of a better term right now. But mindless games that you can kind of get lost in without with minimal effort. Yeah, I would describe them as being maybe meditative. You know, you just oh. enter a Zen state as you just click, 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 and then oh, there's another button I can click that. I'll just, I'll just build another wire cutter. I'll just build another paper clip producing factory. Oh, now I can subjugate all of human life. Great, click that. <laughs> It's very, uh, very peaceful and relaxing. We did get some uh, tweets too. Yeah, well, I have uh, one more example of uh, some mouse-only games that I lost some time to in my younger years, which I'm sure everyone had access to at some point in time in their life. Was uh, Minesweeper and Solitaire, which like came in installed basically on every PC. Where Minesweeper, you know, you had to click. And then numbers popped up, and each one of those numbers tell you how far a bomb, how far away a bomb is from that specific spot. And then you have to click, and then hopefully, you know, you did your math right. And as well as solitaire, you know, everyone knows solitaire. And if you don't, then I'm not going to be the one that explains it to you because <laughs> you, you should just know what solitaire is. You know, it's, let's go over the explanation of this now. You take some cards, you. You put them in order, and then you reorder them, and then you win somehow. And then you do some the, shit. And then all the cards <laughs> bounce around on the screen. Which is the best part of any solitary experience, is watching those cards just boink, boink, boink. <sighs> I really... Boink. And you know really what? Is those games are no longer in Windows. I think they're not, long, they're not in Windows 10. 
Yeah, I noticed that because I built I, I've been a Mac user for like over ten years now. And I built a PC recently and looking on there and trying to find I was like, ooh, I want to see if I can play some Minesweeper right now and it's not fucking there. No, no. It's for some reason they took it out. But if you want, on the Windows store there's a sort of free to play version of Minesweeper with microtransactions. I'm not even making that up that it's there. <laughs> Minesweeper even has microtransactions. That's where you lost me. I can't do microtransaction when it comes to just Minesweeper, man. That's just I just want to click and find where the bomb is and lose. Fortnite. Well, I mean, like V Bucks uh, again. I, I feel your pain, you know, because I did go to the trouble to find the old versions of Minesweeper and Solitaire and all that online and download those instead. So, like, they're out there. And, you know, I'll see what I can do. Maybe I'll upload them for you. <laughs> well, well, I'm downloading oh, Heroes of the Storm to try that game out. Mm. I've never played it, so. I like it a lot. It's good. If you like Diablo and Starcraft and stuff, it's full of Blizzard characters. So. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'll have to try that out as well, too. Heroes of the Storm. I know I've seen it on my Blizzard account, so mm. but I've never I've never drifted my mouse far enough to click it and be like, alright, what is this? I'm a very one track minded person. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's free to play, so it's it doesn't take a, a big investment to try it out. You know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's not too bad. Alright. Well, if anyone has anything else to add, should we move on to our t- show tweets? Let's do it. All right, so our first tweet about mouse-only gaming is from Glitched Vision, John with the Glitched Vision. I have a style of game and two that aren't that style. Dicey Dungeons, Slay Aspire, and Clicker games like Clicker Heroes are all fun games that don't require any keyboard input. Dicey Dungeons doesn't even have any keyboard shortcuts. Oh, I've heard, so, about, I've heard about Dicey Dungeons. That's a recent one, I'm sure. And it's getting some really yeah. good reviews. Um, that's definitely one that we should look into. Hmm. I want to know, if you're listening right now, Glitched Vision, tweet at us. Tell us exactly what you like about those games, and maybe we'll feature it on the show again. Uh, because these are just names to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I'm sure, like, Dicey Dungeons, it's... I've not even looked at screenshots of it, but I know about it. I heard about it on another podcast. But it's... Yeah, it's all about, like, dice rolls and, I think, cards or something. But I think it's, like, a battle game. Or maybe an RPG. I hmm. don't know. I'm I'm totally bullshitting here. So... <laughs> um, but one thing I do know is, like, it's getting very good reviews. It's definitely worth a look. Well, yeah, we'll have to look into that then. So our next tweet is from Boyda, Boyzda, Boyzda. That's how I say it, right? The Hungry Boys post, hashtag Retropalooza. He said, try Krillbarska's game, Switch and Shoot, and Singled Out. Oh, okay, this is Singled Out. Gotcha. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's... Um... I was looking at those games. Basically, singled out. It's just like a mouse click game. You just click and shoot these things. Kind of reminds me of this one game called Snood, which is another one 
Oh, snooze. I forgot all about that. That game is so much fun. You match up the things. You match yeah. up these like ugly-looking creatures. It was like Candy Crush before Candy Crush ever came, and if Candy Crush had a had a cannon to shoot ugly faces at things. Yeah, so basically all you needed was a mouse for that. There was also another game called Slingo, um, which is similar to that. Hmm. Oh, I just remembered. Right. All right, okay, yeah, okay. Um, sorry, I was about to interrupt, but we've got, I'm sure we've got another tweet left to go. <laughs> Huh? I was just about to interrupt with a suggestion for a game, but we'll do the final tweet and get through them, and then I'll talk nonsense. All right, next tweet is from Julia Barnes Brown at Juji Fruit. Juji Fruit, I guess that's a that's a weird spelling for Juji Fruit. Everything from Freebird Games, but especially to the Moon and Finding Paradise, you can point and click to move, along with the arrow keys options for moving. Raccoon? Is am I, am I saying that right? Raccoon is the same. Hmm. So, thank you guys for your sending us your tweets. We appreciate you being involved in the show. But we will check out all these point and click games. Yeah. Now you're. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll, before I forget, because I was really I almost forgot what I was going to say there. Um. I just remembered that it was one of the one of the tweets that reminded me of have any have any of you played um, Plants vs Zombies? Yes, yes, long time ago. Yeah, I love that game. <laughs> but that's that's about yeah. that. I mean, I'm sure that's mouse only um, as well, and that's yeah, a brilliant game. Yeah, a lot of tower defense games um, were point and click only, mm. and and I mean I. We could keep going and keep like thinking of like point and click games now, like over and over again. But there's one more uh, that popped into my head as well. Um, was Line Rider? I don't know if you guys ever played that, but it was a it was a browser free game where all you do is draw lines with the with your mouse on the screen, and then the little guy in a sled has to ride all these lines for as far as he can. And some people created like the most whimsical fantastical like sled tracks for this guy and people like matched it to songs and stuff and it was insane so if you haven't had a chance check out line rider and see if see if that will kill some time for you because that's how i killed time when i used to work at a bike shop when it was slow in the dead of winter when no one rides bikes i was just like online playing line rider that seems like a bad time to have a bike shop open (laughs) There was a lot of days where it was dead in the winter where you don't see a single soul. But, you know, paycheck's a paycheck. Yeah, you know, got to keep the doors open. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, any final thoughts before we start wrapping up this mouse-only show? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, well, I've got something, you know, just to sort of... From this episode, like coming into it, I wasn't sure how many games we would be able to discuss that were mouse only. But it actually does seem like there's actually quite a lot of games out there that you could play with just a mouse alone. You know, whether that's by design, you know, the way, you know, they're sort of made for that purpose. Or, you know, just through a little bit of like tweaking or adjustments that they're totally playable. Um, I'm actually quite pleased with what we've managed to get down here. <laughs> That's pretty good. 
Yeah, yeah there's one. And I want to say the reason why we kind of got on mouse only games too is like it's a great way for people with disabilities because again we are all a couple of disabled folks. You know, um, it's a great people with uh, limited range, uh, limited motor functions for people with disabilities that it's uh, easily accessible for them to play. You know, and gives them something to do. Um, yes, that's that's why I like mouse only games. I agree. <laughs> took, I'm took, yawning, some, but... took some time there. Yeah, well, sorry, right, Bill. You, I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it! Interrupting again. No, uh, Bill. You said you sounded like you were trying to squeeze something out of you right before I interrupted you. Then what were you trying to say? Um, there was this um game called Switch and Shoot that looked pretty cool. Um. That they were talking about there. Um, I did put the link to what this guy, I guess this guy basically, this uh, Barska, um, he creates like these uh, mouse only games that look pretty cool actually. Hmm. Well, we'll check it out. We'll put, uh, you posted, we can put a link in the description for that for people to. Yeah, take, the switch and again. shoot looks like it's basically like a Galaga type uh, deal. It looks like basically are shooting stuff, and it's one of those I don't know what you call those a uh, just shooter. But two two D side scroller or it well even, you not even a side it's scroller a Galaga yeah. Galaga style whatever that is so whatever like a, that like type of shooter <laughs> like a yeah. what is that, what you call that. It's a little shooter, mm. right? Yeah, I would say so, like a scrolling shooter. Yeah. I would be inclined to agree with that. Yeah, but it's got some really cool artwork that looks like the... It looks really old school. Nice. So it's kind of kind of neat. $2.79. Uh, yeah, point mouse games are also so cheap, too. So another like, great thing. Another form of accessibility. Yeah, three bucks for a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a lot of fun. I don't know. <laughs> the game got like a 8 out of 10 on Steam. All right, folks. Check it out. All right. And then on that note, I suppose I want to thank everyone for tuning into another episode of Wheel Life Problems. You can subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. Don't forget to review us. That helps us out a little bit, maybe a lot. We'll see. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Problems Wheel. You can follow me on the socials. I'm at The Rickles. Bill can be found at Wheelchair Gamer. And James can be found at, at James Kyle. Thanks again. And remember to keep it wheel, folks.